Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest will have us covering the topic of the Microsoft and Bethesda Game Showcase predictions. My name is Mateo, and today our party members are... You know, Jules, Joe, and Riley. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to give us a like and a follow. Now, let's get the predictions going here. We've got a very, very uh, loaded podcast today. All five of us are back. I don't think the five of us have been in an episode since episode one, maybe. I don't know. I think when Sora got announced, we did one. We'll have to check the Hub World Archive. No, also the Nintendo Switch Essentials. Riley, you were in that one, no? Riley definitely wasn't in Switch Essentials. I think the last one I was part of was if there was one more rep from every Smash uh, series. Yeah, that's the one we were all... No way. I thought maybe the Switch Essentials, because that one was so toxic. Yeah, but I I wasn't part of that one, because I don't play Switch enough to have a say in that. Holy. Well, you know what you have a say in, Riley? Predicting what's going to be at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. So, if you guys recall uh, from last year, and even in our other Nintendo Direct predictions, we're just going to be alternating, spitballing some ideas of games that we're pretty sure that are going to be the showcase, and games that we want to be in the showcase. So, we'll probably just do the same speaking order as our introductions, and we're going to skip all the usual... I guess Icebreakers is not usual anymore, we just don't... We've retired that segment, but uh, we did a big episode of housekeeping and and stuff uh, in our bonus episode so if you haven't listened to that listen to that here's the link so we are gonna start with oh i guess actually i go first so i'm very excited for this showcase it's gonna be on sunday at 10 p.m pacific sunday june 12th we're all getting together for that i'm looking forward to crying a lot whether those will be tears of joy or tears of sadness completely is dependent on Microsoft. But my first real prediction, and I think there's a good chance for this, the two-in-one kind of. When Microsoft bought Bethesda, they also acquired a very, very talented studio called Machine Games. And they haven't put out a game in a really long time. Yes, they helped co-develop Wolfenstein Youngblood. I think that was 2020. Or the last big release was... In 2017, Wolfenstein 2, and you got to think, Indiana Jones is probably nowhere near being done, and I think they're probably a two-team studio. I can see the possibility of Wolfenstein 3 being announced, and maybe even far enough in development that they could give it a release date. I adore those games, and then also because now Bethesda is owned by Microsoft, it will be a day one Game Pass game. So... My number one prediction is Wolfenstein 3, possibly this year. And then Indiana Jones, if it shows up, it'll just be a tease. So That is a very good prediction. I'm also feeling like we're going to get our first kind of look at Indiana Jones, Um, especially with, like, the movie coming out really, really soon. I... I feel like it it makes sense that we're going to see something about that. It was announced, like, over a year ago, and we still haven't really Mm -hmm. seen anything. There actually was a little rumor about Indiana Jones. Take it with a grain of salt, but it's actually a positive rumor. It won't be Xbox exclusive. That's what the rumor is. It's going to be out on everything. I wouldn't be surprised about that. So I don't know if what I'm about to predict is going to show up in Microsoft's or if it's just going to show up at Summer Games because we know that Microsoft is like in the process of acquiring Activision Blizzard. 
Um, but whether they're going to be announcing Activision Blizzard games at their conference or whether they're going to allow that to just be at Summer Games or a mix, we don't really know. So I, I don't know if this will show up at Xbox. But last year, I think I made this prediction. Um, or at least I made it for the Game Awards because Toys for Bob was hinting at a new Crash Bandicoot game, something to do with Wampa Fruit. People have been like codenaming it Wampa Tournament. And now more rumors are circulating that this game is going to be announced and that it's a four-player competitive type game where characters go head-to-head. So to me, that sounds like a Mario Party type game. Maybe a Crash Bash. Yeah, like maybe a Crash Bash successor. Um, But I can see that being announced um, at the Xbox game show as well. And I'm super pumped for that if that's the case. I think that Mario Party... And just in general, like the Mario Party style of games is one of the biggest untapped market outside of Nintendo. And I'm so surprised that no companies try to do it. And the ones who do are usually companies who don't do it very well. I've played many bad Mario Party Sonic Shuffle. Uh, Sonic Shuffle is not even an attempt. Sonic Shuffle is like easily... Uh Like we had our whole Sonic month and we talked about F-tier Sonic games. Like... Sonic Shuffle is Zed. Like, Sonic Shuffle is awful. Unplayable. Um, and then you got stuff like Viva Pinata Party Animals. It's like, okay. And you have, like, Disney Party. But, like, nobody's... Like, Crash Bash was decent back in PS1. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Toys for Bob might do, whether it's a Mario Party game or whether it's some other style of four-player game. But I'm, I'm anticipating that Crash Bandicoot will be getting its next um, game during this season of announcements whether it be at xbox or at summer games just a reminder the summer games fest show will be thursday i don't know exactly what time but i know it's going to be thursday the 9th so that there'll be a presentation that day and then microsoft again is on sunday 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 i do kind of want to lean into a little bit on the bethesda side of things also just because i'm i'm a big elder scrolls fan and we've all been waiting for the game after Skyrim now for what, what what's it been like 10, 12 years now? Well, it'll be 11 years in like October, whenever it came out. Yeah. So they did formally announce uh, the Elder Scrolls six was in development uh, a few years back. And all we've seen of it was, Oh, okay. Maybe like the odd still on like Twitter and that one like little teaser clip of just the camera is just going through like the mountains and stuff. And you just see the Elder Scrolls six and you hear the theme and that's it. I believe where we might get a little bit more this time around, maybe a uh, a location as well as a um, as a title for the game, maybe a little bit of like proper like teaser trailer, not just objects and a scenery kind of thing. Maybe we'll get like not so much the Dovakin trailer, but just something a little more to work with. With that, I would really like to see Elder Scrolls Six show up somewhere. And, like, I know Obsidian is also working on Avowed, which is also, like, kind of, like, in a very similar kind of genre as Elder Scrolls. I I'd, I'd, I want to see Elder Scrolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's uh, a little more iconic. I second that. I want to see Elder Scrolls 6. Whatever that is, I'm, like, super pumped. I just kind of want Skyrim again. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but... Joe, it just released on Smart Refrigerator and Microwave, so you'll be okay. I have an even better game that we all want. Oh. This this is my prediction. So just imagine, says Xbox World Premiere, 
and then it does that Xbox and Game Pass exclusive thing. Mm-hmm. And then from the sky, it zooms in. You see the shape of Italy. It zooms in further, and then you see the guy from Rise, Son of Rome. And you have Rise, <laughs> Son of Rome 2. Oh. So there was a rumor like a year ago now that they were working on Rise, Son of Rome 2. I don't know what studio would be working on it because I'm pretty sure they're doing Crytek's doing um, what's that a Crisis for? I want to say they just finished all the remasters of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So I wanted I wanted to go with like a random pick. So my random pick would be Rise Set of Rome Two. All daughter of Greece. I would be so excited. I I love. I firmly believe Rise Set of Rome just gets the hate for no other reason other than just to be given hate. But does it get hate, or does it just not get anything? No, people say it's like such a, like an under like valued, an unappreciated game. It was a great game. I don't think I've ever heard people say it's like the worst game ever, though. I heard they say it's like mediocre. It's no, it's no Bale and Wonderworld. You guys put in the same sentence as Naughty Bear. Do we put it in the same sentence as Bale and Wonderworld? You just put Naughty Bear and Bell and Wonderworld in the same sentence for this podcast. That was to talk about how great Naughty Bear looks in comparison to that game. Bell and Wonderworld is a statement. You just see Bell and Wonderworld, period. Anyways, yeah, Rise Son of Rome 2. That, that's going to be my Dark Horse pick. All right, going to go for a, uh, a long shot here, but I feel like it's within ballpark given Microsoft's decisions sometimes. I think it's time that we get a 10th year anniversary remake of, well, not, not this year, but for next year. For Halo 4. <laughs> but the game I actually hope they show more of and think they might is one that Gino mentioned previously, which is Avowed. Yep. I'm very interested. I, I don't quite remember if they mentioned if it was taking place and it's like if they're creating a new universe for it, if it's taking place in the Pillars of Eternity one. That sounds familiar. I think I may have heard that. Given Obsidian's generally their writing and their quest design. Their stories are very good, so I'm excited to see where that thing goes. And I really hope it's... I hope it's like an Elder Scrolls game, but actually, you know, it was a little bit more morally gray. You know, as everyone knows, I'm a pretty big fan of New Vegas and Nice Hill Republic too. And I like how they off, they don't shy away from going into philosophy in-game and for story reasons. Basically, I just hope it's like Elder Scrolls, but with more emphasis on thinking. Now, just to tack on, because I, I obviously, I, Avowed's going to be there, but... There was something Phil Spencer told to all the studios that were having announcements is that they want to stress gameplay in this presentation. And I think for sure we're going to see avowed gameplay. And to be honest with you, I think of all those games that Xbox showed in that really big presentation where they showed the Series X, avowed is the furthest along because we've heard things, oh, Everwild is delayed, Fable is not progressing as fast as they wanted it to. Like a lot of games. Like Forza Motorsport reboot is still AWOL. I think Avowed is the only one that I haven't heard anything bad about in the sense of like, like it doesn't sound like there's they've hit any speed bumps with that game. I could see Avowed even getting potentially a release window. Who knows? Maybe it could come out this year. <laughs> I don't know. Like they've been radio silent. And it would definitely scratch that that RPG itch that I've been feeling that like I, I'm, I was about to go back to Skyrim, but I think for like the twelfth time, and I'm like, no, I can't. I gotta, I gotta leave it because as soon as I start getting into that one, there something's gonna get announced and it's gonna kill any hype. So I'm just trying to stay away from the RPG genre, and I really just want to sink my teeth into something new and fresh instead of doing Skyrim with mods for like 
the seventh time. Could play New Vegas because I'm pretty sure you've never done that. I know, but I don't want to do a first person shooter RPG. Like I do need to go back and do New Vegas. Hey, New Vegas too. That would be a great prediction. Uh, I think it's my turn for my second prediction. I'm gonna talk about a rare franchise that hasn't gone a lot of love and definitely deserves another game. Uh, and it's not the one you think. Killer Instinct, the reboot, came out when the Xbox One came out. And it was a big success. They had two seasons or three seasons of characters. It's a fantastic fighting game. It was in tournaments. And it's a really, really popular game amongst the fighting game community. Yako is a huge fan of Killer Instinct. And he turned me on to the series. And I just love it. I love the fact that they had Rash from Battletoads and General Rum and the Arbiter. Like It was crossing over really, really awesome. But Amazon acquired the original developer of that game, so Microsoft had to hire a new dev to finish it. And Phil Spencer has gone on record and said he wants another Killer Instinct, but it's about finding the right studio to make it. They don't have an internal studio who's capable of making a fighting game. So Microsoft would have to go out, find the right team. And just the fact that Phil Spencer is really into it and the fans are clamoring for it, who knows, right? That would fill a big gap in their content portfolio so a killer instinct teaser would be something i would really really like to see killer instinct 2 you could call it or i don't know if it would be another reboot but i just want another killer instinct game yeah or they could just go the route of like okay killer instinct gold what's really left to do besides like just more like kind of polish more characters new costumes like you don't really need to add too too much unless you want to go out and have microsoft buy another like studio to do this Ooh, that's actually a good prediction. How many uh, how many studios is Microsoft buying this time? <laughs> I'm gonna go on the record. I'm just gonna say four. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think there's gonna be less focus on studios and more focus on games this year. Yeah, they have to show their hand now because they've been holding on for a lot of stuff. We're kind of in this weird in between. Like, are we back to normal yet? I don't know. We're in but, the end game now, and so they've had two and a bit years to basically just bolster their studios okay now they have everything what do they show for it i would like to see uh, a little more from the perfect dark team that's uh because we we did get a bit of like like that that really like teasery kind of teaser trailer where like it was like scaling the side of the building we see joanna dark on top of the uh data dine building yeah i want to see not really a new first person shooter but like i'd like to see where they take this is it going to be golden eye with superpowers or is it going to be more of like a traditional shooter, like the original ones? Hot take for Perfect Dark, not going to be an FPS. It's going to be like Tomb Raider. It's going to be like Horizon. It's going to be a third-person action-adventure game because look at the turnaround that the initiative has had. Apparently, like half of the original team that formed that studio has walked, and they had to bring in Crystal Dynamics to help and the other outside hires to help get the game back on track. When you lose a lot of senior leadership, it's going to completely change the direction of that game. And why would Microsoft need more first-person shooters? Like, look, at Perfect Dark Zero was a flop when they tried to emulate the original Perfect Dark and and build on that. They're going to do a reboot. I think a third-person action-adventure game is the type of game that Xbox doesn't have. So Perfect Dark, I think, would fit in that genre. I don't know. Like, I wasn't really that into, like, the the original 
Perfect Dark game and the sequel spinoff, whatever that was on the 360. But something is calling out to me for this one here. I think it would, I think it would be fun. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Perfect Dark Zero was made by a completely different group of people, right? No, it was rare. No, I know, but it wasn't like, as far as I understood, a bunch of the people who actually directly worked on Goldeneye and Perfect Dark then went and made, I actually forget, it was Free Radical. Yeah, Time Splitters. Time Splitters. Yeah, I love Time Splitters. I want a new Time Splitters game forever. I know that's not coming, but. I think it is. I think. They, I, I think... They've been saying they've been making it forever, but I don't know. Like, I think it's almost been ten plus years at this point. <laughs> Eventually, it'll come out. Yeah, like at least ten years ago, that's when the mine community was trying to make Time Splitters Rewind. They got backing from developers to basically make a free open source Time Splitters game that people could play online. But yeah, that still hasn't even out, as far as I know. Okay, I think it's uh, maybe my turn now. Um, well, it was already kind of been said a little while ago. Mateo, you mentioned it when you were talking about Avowed, but I think we're finally going to get the full gameplay reveal of this new Fable project that's been in development for a couple of years. I know everybody was expecting it last year, and then it just wasn't even shown like or mentioned. And I really think that this is going to be the year where they show us what that game looks like, like what it's even going to play like. Like, I, I don't think we've heard much about it. Yeah, it's just the trailer. That was basically it. Yeah, so I'm like really excited to see that because, you know, I love... I love the first two, not the first two, sorry, the second and the third Fable games. Um, I could never get back into the first one, personally, but uh, I love the second and the third. And uh, then it went on some bad directions, both with the Connect game and with the cancelled Fable Legends game. So I'm excited to see what they do with that series. And if they can even replicate it without Mr. Molyneux. Lionhead had such a particular style it's like rare right like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's if we do glitch. get a, yeah it's like if we do get a new banjo game like one day like will it be like it was and that's what i will always ask and it's the same thing with fable it's like such a distinct like british style of humor that i i don't know what it's gonna look like but i hope that it's good so i'd like to well, i hope we see playground that. games is british but it's one thing to be from there you gotta have the right people writing exactly okay jose I'm going to go with the safest pick of all. We're going to get, I think, uh, some Halo Infinite DLC news, possibly relating to the next part of the campaign, because clearly if Halo Infinite's a model that's supposed to span, you know, t- 10 years or however they sit, or possibly longer, it's the foundation for the next Halo games. It's like a Halo platform. And also with how little 343 has decided to do in terms of actually trying to fix their games multiplayer, <laughs> I'm guessing that we're probably going to get some campaign news. So I'm very excited for that because I thought that the Halo Infinite campaign was absolutely fantastic. Much, much better than the state of the multiplayer, so at least they got worked that out. At the very least, if we don't get campaign news, I'm guessing we would get something along the lines of maybe like a tease for how campaign co-op will work. Maybe a tease for how Forge will be working. But something Halo Infinite, I'm hoping for the story, but I'll settle for co-op and Forge. I'm hoping they don't find a way to mess up the Forge and co-op. Actually, I also want to add to this. So I I haven't finished. I'm on the finale of the TV show, so no spoils. But we're going to get some sort of tie-in event with the TV show. Something like, I don't know, Helmetless Chief or Helmetless Spartans in multiplayer. So uh, we'll see. I mean, Helmetless Spartans wasn't... It's not really a problem. That that was a thing in Reach. We don't want to go there, though. I'm humming and hawing whether or not, like, 343 should even show up. 
I don't. I don't even think they should mention the word Halo. They don't deserve to be there anymore. No, no. I I just don't think they should mention Halo at all. Like they have other yeah, stuff. Move on. If they mention Halo, it'll just rub people the wrong way with how Infinite kind of just dropped the ball after its launch. They should just be quiet, put their heads down, and just go to work. Do what they did with Master Chief Collection. They just go AWOL for two years and then release, oh, here's the big update and the game's fine now. And then when Halo Infinite 2.0 comes out, that's when you launch your campaign. That's when you launch your your other modes. I would be happy with a Halo 5 port for PC. That's needed as well. Not even a port. Just add it to MCC. Even yeah, it could be an added cost like uh, ODST was. Like a $25, $30 game on Steam. Oh, that's even too much. I was thinking like a $15 add-on, even 10 Considering it's free on Game Pass. Or, better yet, that could be the apology to say, hey, you're not going to get any Halo Infinite stuff for a bit because we're fixing our shit. Have Halo 5. Actually, remember there was talk of like another rumored game being made by 343? I forgot what it was called. Uh, it was like a horror sort of spinoff or something with The Flood. Or my... I remember that because that's something I like. I really, really wanted, but now I don't know if I want that anymore. I'm pretty sure they took the horror inspiration and put it into the TV show. I can't tell if it's a joke or not. Most of the time when I was watching it, I was in horror, so. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's savage. Not a good thing. Okay, right on. What's your next pick? What do you think? See, we touched on this before. I don't know if it's not necessarily something I think is coming, but. As they've done for Elder Scrolls, I would like them to, you know, at least announce something in the Fallout universe. They just keep doing stuff with 76 instead of an actual proper Fallout game. And I would like them to, at some point, announce a new one. Would they do it with Obsidian, or would they do it as Bethesda? It depends on how many people Obsidian, how many teams Obsidian has, because they're already working on Outer Worlds and Avowed. I don't know if they're going to have the people to work on a Fallout game. Obsidian's a pretty big studio. That's Yeah, that's true. What I could see them doing is, and also what I wouldn't mind is a follow, even if it's not, the, the gameplay isn't developed by Obsidian, if they just got Obsidian writers to do it, I think that would turn out pretty well. And that's one thing Bethesda is really good at doing, is like they're good at building lore and all that kind of stuff and build all these great worlds, but their writing is kind of eh at best. The difference with that is Obsidian is made up of a lot of people from, well, I don't know if it is now, but it used to be made up of a lot of people from Interplay who were the original creators of Fallout. So I don't think they need to be, you know, really told how the lore for that series should work. Well, yeah, you just need someone that'll write a good story. That's what I'm saying. Like, Bethesda has, like, the lore side of everything down. They were able to build up all these wonderful worlds and everything. But, like, a lot of the really fun stories and all that stuff come from an extended universe where, like, there's Elder Scrolls books and like fan theories and all this kind of stuff it, your character is interacting with the npcs and stuff the dialogue is kind of eh, the stories are kind of weird and a lot of things don't really mash up and they require a lot of like external media to fix everything right so jeez i can't tell if you're yeah. talking about uh like bethesda game or if you're talking about halo because that sounds like a 343 runs things too and world of warcraft and destiny what's with game developers just throwing out the lore and the actual pieces that people consume the most of of the games and then they just like chuck it like online or in books. Very important I think, pieces. I think there's a way to do it tastefully. Like I think FromSoft does a very good job with their lore, but I think it's, it's intentional to do it that way. Yeah, putting it in books and snippets here and there is a good way if you want to make the world and the lore a little bit more esoteric and harder to understand. But I think if it, if in a game where it's narrative driven and you want the player to understand and engage with the story. 
on a personal level, then you have to make it a little bit more upfront. Well, now I want to kind of tie this back to you then. Do you think that there would be a chance that we would get some sort of Elden Ring news or something at the Xbox showcase? At the Xbox show? Hmm. Because wasn't that their marketing deal? Wasn't it with Xbox? Or was it only Summer Games? It was just the initial announcement was at an Xbox event, and then it was re-revealed at Summer Games. Given how much of a massive success Elden Ring was, like I can't imagine they wouldn't be working on story DLC for it, or some people in the community desperately want like an actual like a match made PvP system or ranked PvP. Dark Souls three had it. I'm I think they might do it, but I think having an entire DLC based on PvP quality of life is a little weird. As for it being announced at Microsoft, I I have my doubts. I feel like that's still that would be something that would be probably at the Tokyo Game Show. Or if Namco does a uh, like a little showcase at some point, not necessarily for this period, but at some point. As an aside, though, all of y'all should play Elden Ring. Tried to buy it, but my key hasn't arrived yet. Oh my god, fine. Anyways, back to Mateo, your third pick. My third pick is going to be about what the Coalition is doing. Gears 5 came out, I think that was also in 2020, could be wrong. And there's the obvious, like, worst kept secret which is the marcus phoenix collection which is the master chief collection like gears of war game that's gonna have all the gears games in one and they add the multi all the multiplayer is going to be there and new achievements and whatever it's going to get then it's going to be a nice package coming out this year then the other rumor that people are saying is the mandalorian game we're not going to see anything of it aside from a teaser and if the Coalition is making that game, it's going to be Xbox exclusive. It will not be like how Indiana Jones is rumored to be multi-platform. I think Xbox needs to get an exclusive licensed game. They skipped out on the Spider-Man, er, the, the Marvel license years ago. They need to get a big one. And what bigger property is there other than Star Wars right now? Like, especially the Mandalorian. So I think that's going to be real. And that type of game would be Again, third-person action-adventure game. Those are the big blockbusters that everyone wants to play these days. Just load up on those. I actually didn't hear any rumors or anything like that about a Mandalorian game, but that kind of that kind of has me excited. Can you imagine if they ended with Mando? Oh, that exactly. Like one more announcement, and that's all they do. The woo woo. And like they're probably even also working on Gear Six. So who knows? It, we could even get Gear 6, but I just feel like the Coalition has something new to show regardless, whether it's Gear 6 or Mando. I'm just thinking, like, would we see, like, proper Activision Blizzard stuff at this game show? But the thing is, it said, X, it said Microsoft Bethesda, right? Yeah, the, de- the deal hasn't closed yet. The other thing, too, is, like, what does Activision Blizzard really have to announce other than the things we already know, right? Yeah. Like, other than, like, things like, obviously, Call of Duty, which already has a an announced premiere date, and then, like, maybe this Crash game. Like, all of Blizzard stuff is already announced. They would just or be... Overwatch. Does it have a release date yet? Nope. No, but they would just be showing more of those games, right? Yeah, that that, that would be cool. But I'm going to go on a bit of a... Uh, not so much tangent, but this is more catering to the, uh, the RTS fan in me. So we've had Age of Empires 4, and I think the studio's World's Edge... Over the past uh, few years of re-released, I believe, all of the Age of Empires games, and they've gotten like a good amount of people 
into RTS games again with uh, Age of Empires 1, 2, and 3 Remastered, and then they recently released Age of Empires 4. And that's like, these are all like traditional historic games, but um, growing up as a kid in the the late 90s, early 2000s, the Age of Empires original developers also had another RTS genre. Age of Mythology? Yeah. Age of Mythology, like either they could go into like a remake of the Age of Mythology game or they could go into just like, okay, here's a reboot. And like here you are playing as ancient Greece and like you're going to build other like mythological units and stuff. And like that would be absolutely amazing. And like I don't really remember the game all too, too much because I was really, really young and we were like borrowing the disc from the library. I remember pretty well. Yeah, but I think that would be really cool. They'd have to add a lot more mythologies this time around, I think, because there were only three in the base game and then one with the expansion. It was Greek, it was uh, Egyptian, and it was Norse. And then they add basically Atlantis, which is just more Greek stuff. It was just the Titans. Yeah, now you could add in, like, Japanese mythology. You could add in... You could add, like, Aztec stuff. Yeah. Or Mayan, or... And especially because, like, with Age of Empires IV, they, uh, they set up a lot of the conflict and stuff. Like, I remember them heavily leaning into, like, okay, this is, like, the Indian Empire and all that kind of stuff. And you're, okay, you're riding elephants and you're building up your architecture and stuff. Having just, like, cool myths and legends to pull from from all around the planet would be so cool. And, like, it would really satisfy that kind of, like, history and, like, kind of, like, real-world lore that's out there, right? Like, it would really satisfy that. I, th- I feel for a lot of gamers. So, like, yeah, let's let's say that. Let's say Age of Mythology. I like that idea. Also, that being said, RTSs aren't especially hot right now, which breaks my heart. But it is. Hey, maybe it just needs one good game. And and again, like a lot of people have been hopping back into Age of Empires with the with well, as I said before, with the remakes or with uh, the new game in Age of Empires Four. That being said, maybe it's selfish of me, or this is the most popular opinion given how much heat they've been under recently, not undeserved. But I'm still, you know, the child of me hopes that if someone's going to save the RTS genre, it's going to be like Blizzard with a StarCraft game. Hey, it's also the 20-year anniversary of uh, WarCraft 3, Riley, so maybe Blizzard's kind of been working oh, on a fix don't, for don't. Reforged. <laughs> don't give us hope. Don't, yeah, don't get, don't get my hopes up, please. I have heard rumors, though. That they are, they're actually like putting out like, okay, this fixes everything and keeps our promises, but that's very pie in the sky kind of stuff. All right, I believe Jules is next. I don't have many left to be honest, so I'm okay with just kind of listening after I share this one. And this isn't a game I care for, but just so that I have another thing to throw out into the to the world, another prediction. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get another Doom game announced or something Doom related. Because Doom is, like, I feel like of all the Bethesda franchises that have resurfaced and have, like, a quick turnaround time, Doom is the most successful one. Mm-hmm. So I I could see that happening. Or even, like, if it's a Doom collab with, like, Halo or, I don't know, something Doom I think is going to pop up. Yeah, Doom is definitely a good uh, definitely a good place. It has been silent for a little while since, uh, well, really since the beginning of Pandemic once uh, Doom Eternal came out. I was just thinking that. I think they're. I don't know if Quake Champions is still supported. Let's see. I know there is rumors that it's working on on Quake, but is that something that they would announce here, or is that something they'd announce at QuakeCon? It's probably something they announce at QuakeCon. All right. So, next up. Yeah. Whose turn is it? It is me. It is I. So, 
after telling Eugenio that it's too soon for Activision Blizzard stuff, kind of paused and thought about it. And I do think that they would want to reference somewhere in their conference the fact that they will be joining the family. And I do think that they'll highlight a game other than Call of Duty. And I want to say it might be Diablo 4. So for those of you that don't know, ARPG games are my favorite genre. I almost exclusively play ARPGs aside from like Destiny and Halo. Yeah. Even right now as we're doing this, I'm playing a little bit of Diablo Immortal. Uh, I've been asked so far during this podcast, so far I've been asked four times to buy various things. And this (laughs) says for $1.39, I could get 570% extra value for buying. What does that even mean? (laughs) Did you get the 800% extra value uh, cosmetic before? I didn't. Now it's dropped down to 570. So I don't know what that means. But please give us um, money. I think Diablo 4 would be a cool thing to show. And just acknowledging the fact that, hey, Diablo 4 is coming out probably in like 2028 or something. But in all, in all realness, whatever it comes out, acknowledging the fact that and you'll be able to play it on Game Pass for PC and for Xbox. Just kind of adding that in there to further push the value of Game Pass, which is already insane. I think it would be a smart move just to highlight one, just one game. Diablo 4 is coming out long enough that, like, this deal would close by then. Uh, like, it has to... Diablo is not coming out before the deal closes. So that's a safe bet compared to something else that they'll have to show, like, Overwatch, which hopefully will come out before the deal closes. And I just think it would be smart, which kind of then leans into my next prediction of them finally giving us a straight-up Game Pass streaming stick. I think that there's a possibility that could be announced. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Even the Game Pass family plan? It'd be a lot of Game Pass. And actually, a, a little bit of coattail riding here on your Activision Blizzard topic there, Joe. You go you for, that... I rode your coattail first, so come back Oh, okay, <laughs> so riding my own coattails after someone else has been riding them. So we made like a coattail riding circle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you think Battle.net will ever get integrated into Xbox Live? In terms of like subscription-based stuff? Yeah. Like, do you think, like, okay, uh, Battle.net will be brought into, like, you don't have to have, like, two separate buttons on your desktop? I think oh. they'll always be separate, but what I could see happening is there being a... I don't know if there... I'm assuming there's not a way to link your current Microsoft account with your Battle.net ID. Uh, I can there see is a there, way through Overwatch. So, okay, yeah. so I could see then, essentially, there being perks, as in, like, if you have Game Pass Ultimate and your ID for your Microsoft account is linked with your Battle.net, you would not have to pay for a WoW sub. That's like the extent I see it. They're being linking, but I think they're going to stay separate applications. Make, it, make yeah. it another tier, Game Pass plus WoW. An extra five bucks, you get Game Pass and WoW. I guess it would just check your Game Pass to see if you have a valid Game Pass subscription. Yeah. And then you'd be able to play on the Battle.net launcher. Yeah. I could see it working like that instead of them merging. Merging, I think, would cost too much for them. Like, they wouldn't care enough. Probably cheaper yeah. to develop that other tech. It's also, like, why does Minecraft have a launcher as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that gives me an idea. Uh, before I actually state the game, the, the, the game that I'm fairly positive will have a showing, I just want to say while we're still talking about Activision Blizzard stuff, please, Phil, restart the, the uh, development process for StarCraft Ghost. Uncancel it. And release it on N64. That's what it was supposed to be on, yeah? I think it was yep. supposed to be on original Xbox. And uh, GameCube, wasn't it? GameCube, original Xbox, and PS2. And, well, PC. The actual game, I think, is going to make a showing is uh, Redfall. 
Oh, the vampire game? Recently yeah, delayed yeah, Redfall. Was it recently delayed? That makes me sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Into next year. Okay, that's still that doesn't necessarily mean we won't have they won't show anything off. Oh no, they'll definitely show someone off. Hundred percent. I think the last time I was on here, I was talking about how I was on an arcane kick. I played all the mm-hmm. Dishonored games and Prey. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I think Arcane in general has a stellar history with making games. And like I actually admittedly I haven't played through Deathloop yet. I started it. I got sidetracked doing Destiny stuff, as is often the case in my life. But yeah, Redfall I'm excited for. Maybe even an announcement for another Dishonored game. Who knows? Probably not. Well, actually, Riley, this has been a very good transition into my prediction. You said Deathloop. Not only do I think Deathloop will be ported to Xbox, but Ghostwire Tokyo, both of the Bethesda games that were exclusive to PS5, I think they'll be added to Game Pass. They'll probably announce them. And then... Once this, once again, like everything that's going to be in this show will also be in be a Game Pass game, I think. And what better way to push Game Pass aside from these new titles, but get other titles coming to Game Pass from big developers? Like there was rumors that the Ubisoft uh, service might be put into Game Pass. Who knows? Maybe the much talked about Persona series might get put onto Game Pass. I think that's never going to happen, but I know people are asking for it. It's almost a meme at this point. They're like, oh, bring Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona 5 to Xbox. I don't think either of those are a possibility now. If it hasn't happened yet, it won't. I think Persona, I definitely, because it's Persona's um, anniversary year, I could actually see that happening. I could see a Persona port to Xbox and Switch happening this year. It would be Cloud on Switch, though. I don't know if... No, it wouldn't need to be Cloud on Switch because Persona 5 actually is a PS3 game. Well, then, if it doesn't happen this year, it won't happen then. Yeah. This is the last chance for Persona. Think, but I do think people are delusional if they think Final Fantasy VII Remake's coming to yeah. Xbox. Yeah, no I do Xbox. <laughs> Yeah. But I think for sure, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, like, I'm pretty sure those were timed exclusives for PlayStation 5, so... Yeah. Did no one see Starfield yet? No one has it. No, you're right. Oh, Joe. I'm just gonna say Starfield. Period. That's it. Yeah, that's gonna that's be shown off. That's it's, it's gonna be there. It's Starfield's the main game of the show. Yeah, yeah. They're Actually, they're gonna be pushing this. We're gonna see more of Robot Friendo and things like that. I'm kind of guessing but, that's how they open is with Starfield. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my expectations for that game low so I don't get disappointed. Well, I think we're definitely gonna see some gameplay out of that also. Mm-hmm. But uh, to, I think this is gonna be my last pick. I did mention Minecraft launcher and my pre in the in the previous bit talking about like all the BattleNet stuff, and like my, Minecraft has two games right now. Maybe there's gonna be more stuff with them. Maybe like a farming sim, kind of like uh, maybe like a Stardew Valley kind of thing set in the Minecraft world. I know that they had the mobile game Minecraft Earth for a little bit, but that's more I feel like something that they had announced more at Minecon. Maybe. They're going to show off the updates and stuff that they've been doing to the game. Adriano and I have been playing Minecraft um, every now and then with his realm. And it's just been some good fun. Just like It's one of those games that like I can always go back to and always have something to do and have fun with. And exploit villagers. And I'll leave it at that. You monster. I'm not a monster. It's, it's, it is intended game to, gameplay. It is how the developers wanted it. Then uh, they're monsters. Yeah. Hey, um, we have frogs now in Minecraft. Wow. What an endorsement. My last one, I think, is going to be, which 
I should. I don't know if I should be saying this because I feel like this is a leak. So like it's probably there. It also sounds like it could probably be coming out after the conference. I don't know if anyone actually said it. I heard someone mention Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah I did. I was talking about it in relation to Time Splitters, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah that thing might be a shadow drop. I was I was trying to segue into that earlier, Joe, but but yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's going to be a shadow drop after the show. You can look at the achievements list online right now. It's all yeah. out there. It's, it's right? kind of, it has to. They're going to release it. Dig- it's going to be digital only. It uh-huh. could also be something like play now with Game Pass or it comes out on this date. Digital only still. I think they'll have a PC port for it. Ooh. You think it will come to Switch online? This is the thing with GoldenEye. Is it going to be a ground up remake or is it going to be that like Xbox 360 uprezzed version, like Are equivalent to one that was what? No, no, no. Like that, they were working on one alongside Perfect Dark and Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie for the 360 arcade, but it never came out because the licensing was a nightmare between Nintendo, Rare, the uh, Activision. I think was the rights holder to the Bond license at the time, and then MGM. It was just a disaster. So, think something changed. I don't remember what exactly, but they had this version of the game essentially done i wonder if it's going to be just be that version of the game or if it's going to be a newer version that they've been working on that's the that's the main question i have and also yes will it come out on switch because nintendo is a rights holder to that game they're they own a piece of that pie because they published it so do they get that also on their system or are we just going to get the regular golden eye on Switch Online, but this is not a Nintendo Predictions podcast. This is an Xbox one. So, but if you bring up a point though, but I think that this game's coming out. But actually, with that thought, I feel like I don't, Nintendo likes being the one. If anything has to do with them, they like being the one to announce it. So I actually mm-hmm. kind of feel like it. Maybe this is something that might be coming from Nintendo. Yeah. Regardless, Joe, I agree with what you said. It's going to be like an imminent release. It's going to be something that comes out probably the day of the announcement. Or very shortly after. I got two things left to say. I had one, not necessarily a prediction, but something I hope that I think you might be on board with, Mateo. Well, I have my, of the two things I have to say, one is a hope and one is a prediction, but. Okay, well, I'll go with my hope. All right. I think you'll, you'll be on board with it. You know who's a uh, one of the subsidiaries of Activision that Microsoft would get, right? A little studio called High Moon, yeah? Oh my god, I see where this is going. Yep. So. I feel like if they could work something out with Hasbro, you could maybe one day get your uh, your sequel to uh, Fall of Cybertron. I mean, technically there is one, but it's garbage. Which which one was it? I think it's Rise of the Dark Spark. It's when the movie universe collided with the game universe. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not great. But Riley, I I would just want War for Cybertron to like they re- re-released Fall of Cybertron on PS4 and xbox one but they never did war for cybertron and war for cybertron's the way better game because it has the co-op campaign and it has uh in my opinion i know it's it might not be popular has better customization and that's all i care about in transformers so but the gameplay of those games are rock solid and then activision turned them into a call of duty map studio they've probably lost all the talent that worked on those games but I, I would die for another Transformers, like a high-quality Transformers game like those ones. I think I'd rather them do a uh, 
a Beast Wars game than an actual Cybertron one, though. I'd be down for that, honestly. That would be really cool as well. It could be more of a action-adventure type game instead of a like a, an FPS or a third-person shooter. The other thing that I had to say, like the, the last like prediction I have that I'm pretty sure is going to be there, and this is probably the most confident prediction I have, is that we're going to see more of Hellblade. Hellblade 2 has been seen in like every conference since it's come out. They haven't mentioned anything about uh, its release. We haven't even seen gameplay. We just know the game's actually going to get combat this time around. Like The combat in the first game was just so bare bones and entry level. It was literally just like press X to swing a sword and then press Y to have a strong attack with your sword. Like That's how simple it was. It had a dodge, I think, as well. But the, the sequel has gotten a massive budget. It's going to be a huge, huge game for Xbox. It's getting the triple A treatment. And we haven't seen anything like that. I'm expecting a full gameplay reveal. And heck, we could even get maybe a release date this year. I don't think it's too crazy to think that it would it wouldn't that it would come out this year. It's been a really, really long time since it was initially unveiled. I think at the Game Awards, along with the Series X in like two thousand what nineteen, whenever it was. So They've had a lot of development time on the game. I think now we have to at least see a gameplay trailer. So Hellblade 2, Senua's Saga. I don't remember who it was originally shown with, but I I feel like it's been a while since we've seen anything regarding System Shock 3. I don't know if that was originally, like, I I know it's a PC game, but was that... I remember hearing there was going to be something System Shock related, whether it be a third game or a remaster. There's They were working on a remake of System Shock 1, and they're also doing a System Shock 3. But I yeah. forget exactly where that was revealed. But given that it's, as far as I understand, it's PC only, it'd either be like a PC showcase or it could be with Microsoft. But anyways, hey, that might I've... be like a that might be part of like a Game Pass for PC kind of sizzlereel kind of thing. And honestly, we haven't had anything like System Shock, Bioshock, it's Bioshock Infinite. It'd be really nice to get back into that franchise and revisit those worlds. Mm-hmm. And that kind of storytelling. Well, System Shock is distinct from Bioshock, but yes. Yeah, I know, but that's what that's what it was the inspiration, right? Do you mean System Shock was the inspiration for Bioshock? Yes. Yes. Mateo. Now now that we've went through all those, now we have to hear what your actual hope is for the conference. I mean, my actual hope, obviously, it's it's the agenda that we here at the Hub World push every every possible time we can. It's the last line of every podcast. We need Microsoft to make a new banjo game, but this year is the 24th anniversary of Banjo. That's not a it, notable number, though. I, I know it's not. And that's, that's, why number, I think, that's why I think there's zero chance Banjo... The old, like I really don't think anything is going to happen this year. If anything happens, it's next year. And if it doesn't happen next year, it'll never happen. Once again, I don't think Rare would ever make another Banjo-Kazooie game. They have to outsource it to someone else. Like If Toys for Bob's working on a Crash game... They're my number one choice. Or Double Fine would be good, but Tim Schafer keeps saying, well, we don't want to work on other people's games. It's been really uplifting for me to hear a lot of people in various communities and and influencers talk about how it's time for a Banjo-Kazooie game. It's time for a new game. It was time 12 years ago for a new Banjo-Kazooie game, okay? I've been beating that drum since 2010. When did Nuts and Bolts come out? 2008 microsoft dropped the ball with banjo they blew it with the free 
series revival that Nintendo gave him with Smash Bros. Yeah, we got Banjo-Kazooie re-released on Switch Online. Okay, that's nice. And that's the original version. It's, it's a different version of the game that you would play on Xbox. But we need something sizable. Either they announce it this a game this year that will release next year for the 25th anniversary, or you announce a game for the 25th anniversary. But once again, like, I don't want to get my hopes up. I thought last year was the year and I was devastated, but will it happen? Let's hope it happens. Like I, I'm not willing to, to say it's going to happen. Like I, I'm maybe if I don't have my hopes up, it'll happen and then I'll be blown away and then I'll cry tears of joy instead of tears of sadness. But one, one of these days, Banjo's got to get something. It's it's been long enough. The fans are are giving up hope on Banjo Kazooie Reddit and and other places that I frequent. Mateo, it's okay though, but they keep giving us merch. Exactly. I just bought a shirt and I bought, I mean, Conquer related. I got the Great Mighty Pooh plush, but it's they just released the Banjo Tooie album. You already got a Banjo game this year, Mateo. Don't be selfish. Banjo Kazooie Monopoly. Oh, that is true. Have to show that off. Yes, actually, the Hub World will be doing a Banjo-Kazooie little series of videos. And Jules just mentioned one of the videos that I will be making there. We will be showing off Banjo-Kazooie Monopoly. So this is a tease for anyone who is listening right now. I know the fans want to to listen to the end because they know about how much I love Banjo-Kazooie and how much the Hub World loves Banjo-Kazooie. But anyways, does anyone have... Anything else they would like to say before we close out the Xbox and Bethesda game show predictions? So one thing regarding Banjo, not that mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen, but like I'm just curious how it would affect you if they did release one and it turned out awful. We don't think that way. <laughs> don't worry, they can't Sonic 06 it. It's, it's physically impossible for it to be that bad. It can't. You're right. It can't be as good as Sonic 06. <laughs> All right there. Anyways... Gino, would you like to conclude? I guess that brings us to the end of today's quest. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know any ideas for any upcoming quests, or just share your thoughts with us. Leave a comment. We do read all of them. Again, we want to quickly shout out to all of our new subscribers and followers over on RSS. We see you downloading the podcast from all over the world, or if that's just your VPN and you're here on uh, the continent of North America, greetings. How are you? Stay safe on the net. And uh, Mateo, I, I guess you kind of just said it earlier, but... I think we should all say it at the same time. We can all share our energy, put our energy out into the universe. Okay. Go on, everybody, say it with me. Let's hold hands over Discord. Microsoft, Microsoft make, make a new, new Banjo game. game. See everybody. Bye.